0: Welcome back, everyone. Hope you're having a fantastic hump day today. We've made it through half of the day. We're almost at 1 o'clock. Thanks for joining us. Uh, very pleased to be joined now by Jay Evenson from the Deseret News. Legendary columnist. <laughs> <laughs> Legend of uh, my own mind. But an opinion I always uh, I always look to to figure out what's really going on around the world. And, and Jay, one, thanks for joining us today. Uh, you wrote a, a column today Uh, Dealing with uh, one more controversy, uh, another one about a teenager. Obviously, we've had uh, teenage issues uh, here in the state of Utah uh, over the last 24 hours as well. Uh, Give us a a little sense. We know this uh, student had applied to Harvard, been accepted, and then suddenly social media burps up some things from the past, (laughs) and uh, we have a controversy. I
1: have to preface this by quoting Mark Twain, who said, When a child turns 12... He should be kept in a barrel and fed through a hole until he reaches 16, at which time you plug the hole. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a new problem.
0: <laughs> wow, that's good. That, that is not where I thought that was going, but that's, uh, that actually may be true.
1: We're talking about Kyle Kashuv, who was a student in uh, Parkland, Florida, at that school where they had that horrible shooting a couple of years ago. He's a very uh, intelligent um, student. He had a, a very high GPA, finished second in his class, was accepted to Harvard. He's become an activist, as so many students at that school have, only he, uh, he's a little different. He's kind of coming at it from a conservative point of view. right? And he uh, advocates against further gun controls and has other solutions. Um, he was accepted to Harvard, and then this thing he wrote on a, in a Google chat – when he was 16, emerged. And it's really ugly, horrible, yeah. terrible, racist things that were directed towards African-Americans and, interestingly enough, also against Jews. Kyle Kashuv is a he Jew. Is Jew, yeah. And his family uh, has relatives who were in the Holocaust. Mm. And so uh, Harvard rescinds his, his uh, acceptance, which Harvard has every right to do. Sure. And I'm not arguing that Harvard was wrong to do that. I don't know. Right. I think that that's you know, up for debate. But the thing that I'm concerned about is that we live in an age today where the things that we do, as a stupid 16 year old, can haunt us and be with us for the rest of our lives. Yeah, and I
0: think that raises a, a really interesting question. Uh, obviously, we saw things like this uh, during the the Kavanaugh hearings for the Supreme yes. Court. Uh, things all the way back to high school. Uh, here we have uh, this young student, uh, you know, having to account for things he did as a as a knuckleheaded 16 year old. Uh, and again, hopefully they've changed. But so the the question is, as a society, one, do we believe in human beings? Mm-hmm. Because humans are really the only species out there that really can have that kind of mind-changing uh, transformation in their lives. And do we really believe that? And if we do are we creating space for that to actually happen.
1: This is an interesting case because every one of us, it, it, every one of us can relate in some way because we've all been 16. Right. And maybe we <laughs> didn't do what what uh, Kyle did, but we all did something that we regret. Yep. You know, and in this country we have a separate uh, justice system for juveniles. We have a juvenile justice system and we keep those for a records reason. Yes. we keep those records sealed so no one can see them because we believe that that people can change and that you do things when your brain is not completely developed that you hopefully wouldn't do as adults. And that if we label you as a certain person, as a thief or a criminal uh, at that age and let that stick with you as adults, your chances of changing are probably going to be diminished.
0: Yeah. Uh, And that, that label component, I think is, is so critical. We've actually got a, uh, an interview we're going to air on Friday this week with Todd Sylvester uh, who does a lot in the addiction and and recovery space, uh, but a lot of it is centered in this idea of labels uh and how we label ourselves inappropriately uh and sometimes I think that is part of the reason why we do keep those records sealed in the juvenile court system is we don't want we don't want those teenagers who made some bad choices to label themselves permanently, or they're going to become part of the regular criminal justice system.
1: So here's the scary thing, and I don't have an answer to it. What do we do going forward? Because we have this thing called the Internet, and we hand children... These phones or these computers and we say, look, this thing gives you the power to publish something literally to the entire world. Yeah. And oh, by the way, you can't take it back once you publish it because you can say, I'm sorry, but that thing will always be out there and someone can always Google it and find it. And so we teach them, hey, just here's this thing. Don't do anything stupid with it. Yeah. To a, a, you know, 16-year-old or 14-year-old or however old you are when your parents (laughs) say, oh, now you can get a smartphone. Yeah. So what do we do going forward to protect children against themselves, to let them grow up? Now, there should be consequences for bad behavior.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think we we have to engage that. And we do, I think, have to, when we do give a child a device – Uh, It's the same. (laughs) It's actually the same advice I gave to every politician I ever worked with. And that is just remember, every mic is an open mic. Every device is a recording device. Uh, But as you said, Jay, that's that's hard for a 15 or a 14 or a 16 year old to to really wrap their head around that this might actually impact getting into into college, getting into a job or a career, getting on the Supreme Court. Yes,
1: it can be with you for the rest of your life. And you hope that that you can build up a record, a life record that will argue against what you did at at 15 or 16. But that will still be there and your enemies can still bring it up and it can come up at very inopportune times. Uh, You know, when I was a kid, I mean, I wrote some things maybe in a journal or different places, but I can rip those up, throw them away and nobody will (laughs) ever know. That's right. (laughs) But you can't (laughs) do that on the Internet. Yeah. So we need to we need to to come to terms with this as a society and understand how we can better protect children against themselves even while we teach them right from wrong and make sure that there are consequences for what they do, but but not punish them for life for something that they did when that's they right. should have known better. Yeah,
0: that's right. I think the, the label component is a, is a tricky one that, that has to be dealt with, and it does. It's incumbent upon parents and, and adults in young people's lives to help them recognize, hey, this – this can be a real problem uh and this this wonderful device that allows you to do all these other things uh i mean what a tragedy if that ends up being the thing that keeps you out of harvard or keeps you off of the supreme court
1: right right
0: okay very good well uh we have just a, a minute left jay and i wanted to <laughs> you actually shared a uh, an interesting uh, experience from when you were a teenager uh <laughs> share that with us real quick
1: well uh and i start the column off with this um I was on a trip to Disneyland with a junior high jazz band. And I remember sitting in the parking lot afterwards. The park had closed, uh, it'd been closed for about an hour. And we're sitting on the bus waiting and waiting. And why we have a couple of kids uh, who were just not showing up. And they finally came and we went on our way. And I never thought about it until about 40 years later I had a chance uh, to meet with our band director. And we were talking about things. And that trip came up. And he told me that those – kids had been arrested for shoplifting in Disneyland. And he says, you know, they actually have a jail there and they have, (laughs) they were, they were locked up and he had to try to negotiate their release and get their parents on the phone, et cetera, et cetera. But I didn't know that for 40 years. And the band director had uh, shown real discretion at the Mm. time. He didn't want anybody else to know. He didn't want those kids to tell anybody else. And as a consequence, they were never labeled in that way. And it was all, I assume, taken care of um, and, um, you know, didn't haunt them for the rest of their lives. But I thought later, I thought, wow, what a smart band director that was. Great restraint. To do that. And how different would it have been today if they had all had smartphones?
0: Yeah. Wow. Fascinating stuff. Great article you can read on deseretnews.com. The the great Jay Evenson, always uh, wise counsel. Really great insight. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Boyd. All right. Okay. Lots to keep, uh, keep tabs on over the next couple of days. Uh, again, gearing up towards the uh, first of the presidential debates for the Democrats, which will be early next week. Uh, we'll continue to monitor that. We'll uh, watch the fallout from the uh, president's announcement yesterday. Uh, host of other things going on in the Middle East. Uh, Also, we have the uh, G20 Economics Summit begins next week in Osaka, Japan. So we'll keep our eye on that as well. Don't go anywhere. Stay with KSL News Radio. The great JMAC is uh, coming up here at the top of the hour. And so that's going to do it for us on a Wednesday. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources. I am Boyd Matheson, Opinion Editor of the Deseret News. As you go out into the world today, as every day, just make sure. You see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. We'll catch you tomorrow.